It's 640 Talk Radio 790K, ABC back at Tara in the morning, live and local until 10 o'clock this morning, one hour from now at 800-222-KABC at 740, caller 5. Get a pair of tickets to see Absinthe, the wildest party in... Absinthe? Absinthe. Well, how do you know this I don't have... to tell you haven't had a drink in 20 years? You can't pronounce Absinthe. How do... I can't pronounce so many words. How do you know I'm not trying to give away uh, tickets to Absinthe? <laughs> not a word. <laughs> The it's a burlesque show. You'll love it. <laughs> the wildest party in Las Vegas is now in Los Angeles for a limited season. The adult-themed cocktail of circus, burlesque, and vaudeville for a 21st century audience at L.A. Live now through May 28th. So uh, happy dialing an hour from now, courtesy of AEG. Get those tickets. All right, ladies and gentlemen, tons to talk about this morning. Uh, as you know, Mr. O'Reilly out at Fox News. We'll talk about that. But we start with... The Aaron Hernandez case, he offed himself in his uh, jail cell in uh, Massachusetts with a Bible uh, verse written on his head and apparently uh, having ingested synthetic uh, marijuana in his uh, jail cell. But what is peculiar now is we're learning about an obscure Massachusetts law that may vacate his guilty verdict for the homicide. To talk to us about this, we sent out the bat signal to get the best in the business. KBC's legal analyst, Royal Oaks. Good morning, Mr. Oaks. Hey, good morning, Doug, and thank you. Yeah, it, it is an oddball law back in Massachusetts. A bunch of states have it, but but here's the deal. Uh, if you uh, go to trial and they convict you, like they did, Aaron Hernandez, and then he's sitting in jail, uh, but he's appealing. And the appeal, of course, could go on for years. And then he dies for whatever reason. What the law says is, oh my gosh, uh, it really wasn't final, final. Yeah, the jury spoke, but the appeal wasn't done. So we're going to avoid it. We're going to say the conviction never happened. We're going to say the trial never happened. And so the, the slate is wiped clean. Now, it doesn't make him innocent. It's not one of these, you know, the court declares the guy innocent. Obviously, he wasn't innocent. The, the jury found him guilty. But he, he could have reversed it. He could have he been vindicated. So that is the odd law. Now, the practical effect, Doug, is that for folks, for example, who were suing him and for now would wrongful want to death, yeah. exactly his estate for wrongful death, they can't point to the fact that, oh, there's this conviction, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, in the civil wrongful death suit. Your only job is to, you know, figure out how many zeros at the end of the check we get. Instead, they have to start over and they have to do what the prosecutor did with a lower standard of proof, of course, namely establish that the guy was guilty. So it seems strange that, that, the, that the system would be wiping something out. It's just this uh, old Latin uh, doctrine. It's void ab initio, meaning a, like a contract if, you're, if it's illegal. If you and I have a gambling contract and I lose and you go to court and want to enforce it, the court says, nice try, Doug. Uh, that, that contract is like it never existed because it was an illegal contract. From the beginning, ab initio, it's out of here. It's it's canceled. So that's all the inside baseball going on there. But you know, it, it affects a lot of cases around the country in the states that have this weird doctrine. Does that apply in California? Are we one of the states? No, we don't have that same kind of rule here. But several states uh, have it, and you know, it, it can really put a speed bump in in the way for people who have uh, civil suits and that they want to pursue. Because a lot of these high profile cases, for example, uh, where we you know if. If O.J. Simpson had been found guilty of murder, and then in the civil case, it would have been really easy for Ron Goldman's family to, to win. Instead, it was harder for them to win because they didn't have a conviction to point to. They had to do their own heavy lifting and show that he was guilty. We're talking about Royal Oaks. Of course, you can follow uh, his website, royaloaks.com. Uh, and it's at Royal Oaks on Twitter, isn't it? It is, right. Okay. Uh, Royal, the... Uh 
I, the assets are Aaron Hernandez had a lot of money, but I assume that he's had a lot of expenses through these very expensive uh, legal uh, tri- the, the trials that he's gone through. But there are assets that are left. And now, as I understand, it, he has a four year old daughter and she will inherit what's left of his estate. Can the victim's families, can Odin Lloyd's family now sue the estate even though it's not uh, in his name anymore? Yeah, they can. Uh, they they go after the estate, and even though the estate might start to divvy up the money pursuant to the law or her will or whatever he left behind, uh, they certainly may go against the, the estate. And as you say, uh, although he was probably making many millions of dollars a year when he was a big star, uh, he's probably run through a whole bunch of that money. Uh, of course, you get the weird ironies. You know, you always get back to the O.J. analogy. O.J. Simpson actually had uh, an in- a homeowner's insurance company uh, that that felt that they were obliged to defend him in the wrongful death suit uh, because of some twists and turns in the language in the homeowner's policy. So there might be insurance coverage. There might be some money left over. There might be some heavy negotiations going on because no. of the little child involved. Uh, maybe the, the folks who were suing his estate might say, you know, we're not going to, we don't want to leave her destitute, so we're going to cut a deal where everybody a little something. Royal, when he was initially arrested and then convicted for the first murder, the Patriots voided his contract and they they actually withheld a $3.5 million bonus he was going to get. If this now is reversed because he's dead, could they have to give his estate the $3 million? Well, that's a good that's a good question, Randy. I, I have a feeling that, you know, when you withhold a bonus like that, it's sort of like a moral turpitude situation. And what they would end up doing is the, the team would say, well, maybe we can't technically rely on the conviction, but we've got a bunch of lawyers who will just go through the motions and establish that, in fact, he was guilty and put on essentially the same evidence that the prosecution did. So I, I, I doubt that anybody's going to have the chutzpah to, to try to reverse that bonus decision. Um Royal, let's switch gears. I wanted to pick your brain. You know, we always end up with a pop quiz uh, because there's so many. We have a very litigious society. And uh, obviously, big story is the uh, termination of Bill O'Reilly's association with the Fox News Channel after decades of total dominance. And uh, O'Reilly issued a statement yesterday that by O'Reilly standards was pretty gracious. He thanked every viewers. He, you know. Uh, gave himself a pat on the back for success, which is certainly, uh, you know, historic in, in, in that in, in almost every sense. But he reiterated that the charges against him were false and how disappointing it is to lose his career, his gig at Fox over false accusations. Uh, Fox has also gone out of their way to say kind things about him. Uh, Dana Perino, who was filling in for uh, Bill last night on the first edition of the uh, Bill O'Reilly list factor uh, said the following. Finally tonight, it is the end of an era here at the Fox News Channel. Bill O'Reilly is leaving this chair and this network after more than 20 years. Bill has been the undisputed king of cable news. Now, you know, this is a classic case of they came to uh, not to praise Caesar, but to bury Caesar. Okay. But they really did both. They were burying Bill O'Reilly's tenure at Fox News, but they were certainly... Uh, laying it on pretty thick on the way out the door, and it just smacks to me of a negotiated exit that that both sides, Mr. O'Reilly and Fox News uh, or, or or News Corp, negotiated that they're not going to attack each other, at least not now. Uh, is, is am I uh, making that up, or does this sound like a negotiated exit? You know, it 
could be. Um, my guess is that they they may not have cut a deal. For one thing, there wasn't that much time, and he was over in Europe meeting the Pope and so on. I, I have a feeling that, you know, there were reports about how, well, when they cut the deal to renew his contract, of course, they were well aware of a whole bunch of lawsuits. So he may have an argument that, doggone it, you knew about this stuff when you hired me, and so you can't, you know, pull this moral turpitude clause on me. So it, I think it's possible they could still have a fight, but, you know, your guest earlier was speculating maybe he'll go over to the blaze, so maybe he doesn't want to have a trail of litigation. But, you know, he is a really competitive guy, so he may still have a lot of fight in him. I mean, you mentioned that you were on his show a lot. I, I was not on his show a lot. Uh, the few times, though, I have to say, I've never seen anybody more intense and competitive. He would get in your ear, I'd be in Los Angeles, and he would give you a pep talk about energy and how you got to really get up and so on. Now, it could be a one time I was in a two shot with Don Kanabi, and I think we looked like Bob and Ray sitting there <laughs> in suits. So maybe, maybe Bill felt that the ship might sink if he didn't do that. But that was my sense of him. This guy was always on in a hyper competitive mode. That's why he was so successful. And so now as he goes forward, you know, that, that might motivate him to, to say to his lawyers, well, you know, let's have a little fun in, in court. Well, here's the reason I asked this because. Uh, And I have no idea what did or didn't happen between O'Reilly and anybody. But we know from many years ago there was an accusation that he had been having essentially uh, phone sex with uh, a colleague. And there was the famous loofah and sex toy transcript. Pieces of that uh, tape were transcribed. And that was one of the big settlement checks that were written. And what we know is that you can't have a transcript unless there's a tape and somebody's got the tape right and my guess is is that bill o'reilly is heavily invested in making sure that that tape never gets broadcast well absolutely that's a a huge issue uh, when you have a deal like you're settling for millions of dollars often what happens is that the the company will say all right um we're going to give you a million now and a million later we're going to spread it out and by the way you know, you signed some promises, including, you know, you destroy these alleged tapes or you'd never reveal them. And if you do, not only are you not going to get the rest of the $5 million, we're going to go after you to get the $3 million we already gave you, and we're going to drag you through court for 20 years. So he's probably got some pretty good insurance in that sense. On the other hand, I mean, in this day and age when everything is just so easily transferable and, and hacked and digitized, it's hard to believe anything would stay secret and stay off, stay off of WikiLeaks. But I, I think that's probably why we haven't seen any sort of blockbuster revelation. That, that sort of went away quietly, and because people like to get a continued flow of money, it'll probably stay quiet. Yeah, well, that's, like I said, that was kind of my line of uh, inquiry in terms of the settlement agreement, because he's obviously going to get a lot of money. They'll pay off the contract. We're hearing numbers like $40 million, which is what uh, Roger Ailes purportedly got. But I, I, I think that the big ticket item is possession of that audio tape. Because if Bill gets into a you-know-what uh, contest with Fox News and starts to trash them, it's awful easy for somebody to take a flash drive if uh, WikiLeaks can get U.S. Uh, CIA documents <laughs> out, out of uh, Langley and, of and get it to uh, and get it uh, to. Uh, of course, how much worse could that tape be than the Inside Edition rant, uh, the Do It Live uh, uh, rant? I mean, that's. That, that's always it. Do it live! Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. There's one thing to have prim, prima donna temper tantrums that's about, true. you know, the production of the show. 
It's another thing to hear somebody who is a church-going guy was shaking hands with the Pope and talked about family values and blah 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 blah. I, I guess you're right, Doug. I, I just I just love the, the, the Do It Live rant so much. I just can't, can't, you know can't something. I I I've seen the Do It Live rant a thousand times. I'm sure everybody has. I thought. What's so bad about that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing compared to what yeah. you do off the air. That's I like that. We've, we've heard something. Relative. We've heard <laughs> something very similar, right, like in these every studios. Day, every day on the show here. Well, what's the big deal? The man's just trying to do a good job. I don't understand what all you people are trying to circle. You vultures just circling over his head. You know, with your appearances on it, you really were like the, the Paul Schaefer to his David Letterman on that program. Uh, I, is that a compliment? <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Royal, thanks so much for being with us. Always appreciate it. See you later. Okay, it's uh, 653, Talk Radio 790 KBC.